the Best of Times Radio Hour, live on 1017 FM and 710 Keel, a show dedicated to seniors and boomers in Northwest Louisiana. Here's your host, Gary Caligas. Good morning, radio listeners, and thank you for tuning in to our show today. I'm Gary Caligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine and radio show for mature adults in Northwest Louisiana. I do thank you for those who might be listening via the Internet. At uh, www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application under Apple or Android devices. We do thank AARP Louisiana Neighbors, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer for being the exclusive sponsors of this radio show to provide you with beneficial information each and every Saturday morning. In just a few minutes, we're going to discuss the many categories and types of senior living options. So stay to the show for some very beneficial information for you and your loved ones. Today is Saturday, February the 24th, and our radio show is being broadcast from the studios of News Radio 710 Kiel in 101.7 FM, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show is not live and has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the January-February issue of the Best of Times in one of our 270 distribution locations. We do thank you for the many compliments about about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. Remember, if you're unable to find a printed copy of one of our 270 distribution locations, please remember to visit our popular website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues of our magazine. In addition, you can view the 2023 Silver Pages. In addition, if you want to, you you can download our app on Apple or Android devices, and you can also view the current and past issues of the best of times, as well as Silver Pages. In addition, you can visit our website to listen to previously broadcast radio show. The Best of Times is right at about to complete its release of the 2024 edition of Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory. We plan to distribute it beginning on March the 1st, yes, March the 1st, throughout the area at our 270 distribution locations. Of course, this is our most popular publication used by seniors, boomers, and their family members, as well as many, many others to find needed services, products, and information. It also can be distributed through our 270 distribution locations where you can view it and download it from our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com as well as our app beginning on March the 1st. Each and every month, The Best of Times sends out a TBT newsletter via e-blast, email blast, to over 73,000 email addresses of seniors and boomers in Caddo and Bossier parishes in Louisiana. It provides them with links to read our current issue online, but also our current silver pages. In addition, many, many other educational articles, discount coupons, and news that you can use that is not found in the printed edition of the Best of Times magazine. Please join the many thousands who are already receiving this free newsletter via their email address. The way you can get this free email newsletter, just visit our website again at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to subscribe free to our TBT newsletter. It is simply, just simply give us your email address and you will start receiving that each and every month. 
Our friends at the Strand Theater have a remarkable performance on Wednesday, March the 13th at 8 p.m., Come From Away. It's on 9-11, The World Stopped. On 9-12, their stories all moved us. This is a musical that will take your heart in in the remarkable true story of the small town in Newfoundland that opened their homes up to 7,000 stranded travelers on 9-11. You can get tickets at 318-226-8555. It's called Come Away at the Strand Theater, Wednesday, March 13th at 8 p.m. Then later on in March, on Friday, March the 22nd at the Strand Theater, the Simon and Garfunkel story. It is now seen in 50 countries worldwide. This story is critically acclaimed, concert-style theater show about the two boys from Queens, New York, who went to become the world's most successful music duo duo of all time. So make plans to attend. It's, again, Friday, March the 22nd. You can call to make reservations at 318-226-8555, and it will be held at our Strand Theater in fabulous downtown Shreveport. More great news. Beginning on March the 7th, Ernest Orleans has brought back the Best of Times special dinner on each and every Thursday beginning at 4.30 p.m. to closing with fabulous meals at a highly discounted price of only $25, along with entertainment, of course, valet parking. It is highly recommended due to the popularity of this Thursday night special to make reservations by calling 318 318- 226-1325. Again, 318-226-1325. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're with my sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and Ebers Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. The Best of Times Radio Hour will be right back on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. to the Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM at 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Ebers Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Caligas. I do, do thank you for taking time to listen to our show today. Joining me on my show as a special guest is Miss Lori Nunley, who is the administrator of Azalea Estates Assisted Living Facility here in the Shreveport area. And I've asked her to come on our show to discuss the many senior living options that are available throughout Northwest Louisiana. So thank you, Lori, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate you having me. So it's been a it's been a while since you've been on my show. I was looking, you know, I've I've done this since two thousand twenty one. So it's been a been a long time. Yes, it has. Excuse me, two thousand. What did I say? Two thousand twenty-one. Two thousand oh one. Two. Wow. Yeah. I've been 20, here a couple times. Twenty-three years. <laughs> it's been a while. 20, yeah. Twenty-three years. Yes. So why why I've decided to do this topic is, Lori, I've had several radio listeners and readers of the best of times that I see at events and people I hate to say this recognize me when I, when I'm in the Brookshire's line. Did you believe that? Yes, I believe it. They recognized me, or one one person was said, turned around, are you Gary Caligas? I said, 
how did you figure that out? He says, I heard you talking to the lady behind us. And you, you sound, recognized your voice. You sound just like you do on the radio. I said, well, thank you, ma'am. I appreciate that compliment, but I'm shocked that you can listen, that you can understand, that recognize me through my voice. And I said, well, my producer, Ruben, sometimes changes it a little bit. So, so uh, as I mentioned, you know, uh, I, I want you to help me convey to my radio listeners out there, their family members, to get a better understanding of these senior living terms for them, mainly their loved ones, their parents, their grandparents, uncles and aunts. So, you know, I know you've been involved in senior living, especially uh, at Azalea uh, uh, Estates, because it's an assisted living facility, fabulous facility here in the Shreveport area. So I'm going to compliment mm-hmm. you on that. You've been here quite a few years. I've been there 18 years. Wow. I love it. Time flies when you're having fun, yes, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, right. But the, the one thing that I've been finding is the jargon. And, you know, you know, we try to in, in our healthcare, you know, when I was a home care administrator and back then we try to avoid the jargon, but it's still around. Uh, people use it. Marketeers use it. Administrators use it. The feds definitely use it. When I was a fed, that was the <laughs> thing. You know, we had an acronym book. Right. Uh, and right. it was like mind boggling, you know. And what what administrator told me one time, and healthcare administrator said, we do that to save times in writing and talking. Because you use acronyms, you don't have to spell it out. So it's it makes the speech last shorter, and you can just talk in acronyms, and some people don't think what you're talking about. So so going back here, what I, I think the, what we should start off is a lot of seniors and boomers out there need to think about it, especially with themselves, but also getting their kids and grandkids to help is it's a new jargon back many years ago, but it's still around. It's staying at your home during the aging years. Do you agree with that? I agree. I agree. And and a lot of the individuals out there, and I, I will say that uh, you can either do one or two things. You can downsize. Many people are doing that, downsizing. You know, why have a five-bedroom home and you're the only person in the house, right? That's correct. And that's a lot of upkeep, a lot of taking care of. I mean, uh, God rest my mother's soul. You know, she had five bedrooms, and it took us years before we could get her convinced. My father had passed away that, you know, you need to get a smaller place, Mom. You don't need five bedrooms. We don't have that many relatives that visit you and that and so forth. And and finally, after a little encouragement, she did. But before that, we did some aging in place activities. We put the the items in the in the bathroom, the the, the shower, and the bathtub, the handrails. Handrails. And various things like that. Also, uh, because I was involved with a home health administrator, being a, I got one of my nurses and one of my staff and paid them extra to go out there and evaluate the house for any type of needs that she could, so she could age in place better. And they found a number of things that I didn't even catch. And uh, I mean, from uh, from possibly tripping on on, on mats, on rugs, on rugs steps, right. There were so many little little things that I, you know, I, I hate to say this. I, I'm one an expert. I wasn't a healthcare professional. I was just an administrator. Uh, that they found that, and it, it it definitely helped her. And she avoided having any falls, and and she ended up staying in in her home, in her out home. With, and for many years. 
But uh, the other thing I want to mention, Laurie, have, have you seen some builders, and even in the Shreveport and Bossier City area, are are using that term aging in place, especially in their new housing developments and senior uh, senior. They're making it more accommodating for seniors that have certain type of right. disabilities. And, uh, have you seen more of that? Well, we you know there's developments, um, and there's a, there's one out towards Benton. You've got the 55 and older um, community out that way and then there's more I'm sure in the plans um, but um, those are more you know residential homes but we are seeing that more um, and more in in other markets as well the other caution that I have for my listeners out there is yes you may have your mother or father and you want to age in place in their home or their apartment to make sure it's accommodating for them. But be careful about whom you contract to make those renovations. Those repairs, right. We already but have scammers out there. There are lots of scammers. Just and the hail damage last week. <laughs> and they're also, you know, they don't install them correctly. Or they do a quickie. A quickie. We'll, we'll do that grab right. rail, but they don't make it designed to have the, the, the weight pull of the individual that may be using that in the shower or the bath, right? Correct. That's one Correct. thing. Uh, I've, I've seen that. I, I cap. Okay. The other thing is modifications of like steps and walkways into certain areas uh, can be faulty. They need to. You need to find a good contractor that exactly. can do that. So it's not a matter of you know. I, I got my mother a, 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 a rail, a, a handle in her bath. Make sure it's compliant enough that it can hold the mother and right. it's and it's designed well. But, but, again, I've seen a lot of, uh, of the other question of aging in place. I had this one person says, Gary, is my mother eligible for uh, Medicare, uh, home health, if she's still at her home? I said, why do you ask me that? He says, well, I think they make so many rules that it seemed like I'm going to have to be moved someplace before she can get that. I said, that's what it's called, home health. And it's generally done in your home. And they said, well, you know, I just thought it was – uh, not to being that specifically, it's in her home because she's you know, sick or ill or needs that type of therapy care. But yes, it's allowed. Uh, private duty services allowed in the home as well as hospice care, et cetera, and, and physical therapy service, et cetera, in the home. Though you though you may not be aging in place there, it's still uh, apropos for those those agencies to do the, the care in your home, and most of the time it's going to be covered. So that is going to help you age in place. The next category, which, again, you know, this was a concept of independent living centers. Uh, I, I would say a little bit different uh, because, you know, the, the, the people that I – when I was growing up, many people didn't think of independent living being uh, a a freestanding type facility, right? Right, right. It's a and it, most of them are independent, you know, apartment buildings. But yeah. they they offer something different than a senior apartment, which we're going to talk about next. There, the, these are more, and I uh, I would call it a little uh, upscale. Maintenance free, you know, it. But it also, I classified it many years ago when we put my mother. It's like a cruise ship on land. That's true. And it has a little bit more perks than a than a senior apartment that you might put in. And we'll talk about that later. That's one of the options. But this is something where uh, there. 
there's a, there's a lot of range of activities for them. They can, uh, they're ambulatory, but they can do as much as they want. And also meals are provided. Most senior apartments don't provide meals. And this provides one to three meals a day. I mean, I, I don't know what the latest is, but back in the days it was three meals a day. And they love that they didn't have to cook, clean dishes, what, do that, change the light bulbs, uh, whatever had, right? Right, right. So, you know, and, and there are, these are available throughout the area, but a lot of people, uh, I will tell you, and that's what this one person came to me, says we're moving our mother into XYZ Independent Living Center, and that's going to be her nursing home. And I said, that's not a nursing home. They don't provide nursing home services. You know, don't, they don't provide uh, medications if she needs therapy, et cetera. You have to contract out to get that in that facility. So, you know, it's not as easy as you might think. Uh, and she's going to have to be more dependent uh, as, as more possible. They may deliver one or two types meals to their to their apartment, but not probably regularly. They're going to be doing that, right? Right, right. So there are limitations. The other thing um, I um, I was telling this lady that she was pondering. She says, "Are they furnished or unfurnished?" Says you haven't asked that facility yet. That uh, well, some I don't know about lately, but most of the times you bring your own furnishings from your home or apartment to these independent living facilities, right? right? And most of them are unfurnished. So you know you have to plan on that, what to bring, and whether your mother or father wants a particular items, et cetera. And it, and it's not going to be four thousand. It's not going to be four thousand square feet, right? It's Correct. Gonna, it's going to be very tight condition, Lori. That you're going to have to move what furniture. I remember when we had my mother, we we got her a two bedroom, but. She really didn't need it, but we got it so she could store most stuff and have more more right. access. They want to bring their things. They want to bring their <laughs> things. And, so, and there was a lot of things. We left a lot of things in, in storage, but she wanted to bring certain. So, the, you know, the aspects of independent living, and there are several in northwest Louisiana that you can pick from. Uh, again, I will go back if we're getting ready to distribute our our Silver Pages Senior Restorer Directory, which has a listing of every one of the independent living, every one of the assisted living, every one of the retirement communities, senior apartments, uh, skilled nursing facilities, long-term care facilities uh, throughout our area that you'll be able to know where they are and you can contact them if you want more information about them. But they are not, and I want to emphasize, because this person just caught my... I'm just thinking others think the same way, that independent living centers and apartments are not nursing homes, right? That that is correct. And the other thing I was telling this individual after we started talking, well, nursing home, that's going to be covered by by her her Medicare plans or health care plans. No, it's an independent apartment. It won't cover. And she said, well, I need to move her to a real nursing home. Will it cover it? Not necessarily. Right, we're going to talk so about that. A misconception. I yes. mean, that that's you know the misconception. I hate to see it of these younger uh, that you know they need to concern about. So again, they're not senior apartment. Independent livings are not senior apartment housing because they do offer more than than what a senior apartment does. They offer meals per day, other amenities, and which very few senior apartments offer in the area. And, and the other thing I will, I will mention, I don't know if it's changing the area, Laura, you, maybe you can help me. Many of the independent living scenarios allow a month-to-month lease rather than, than going for two years, five years, or four. That's four correct. Now. They do. Yeah. And uh, I don't know about it in northwest Louisiana, but some of my friends in other parts of the country have told me that some of their family members ended up purchasing an independent living center apartment. 
bought it all out so they don't have to pay a month-to-month lease. Right. So. And that's that's big in Atlanta and Dallas area. No, I don't know of any here in Shreveport, but, yes, that is um, one of the ways to go <laughs> in other markets. Okay, we'll hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and Ebear Stunning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. The Best of Times Radio Hour will be right back on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. back to the Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM at 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and Ebears, tenant country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show is a special guest is Miss Lori Nunley, the administrator of Isaiah State's Assisted Living Facility here in the Shreveport area. I've asked Lori to join me in discussing the many senior living options and to tell you the, 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 the rationale of utilizing them for you or your loved ones. So thank you, Laura, for taking time to be on the show today. Thank you, Gary. So we talked about living in place. We talked about the independent living centers in the area. But now, if you need a little bit extra care and extra concern, it's the assisted living facility. So tell us about that. You're the expert. Well, assisted living, boy. I know what it's saying. We're independent slash assisted living so that person can come in independently and enjoy the three meals a day, the housekeeping, the laundry services, um, maintenance services, concierge services, um, independently. And then when it's time to turn on services, which is the assisted living services, those things are available. Now, most of the assisted living communities, other than Isaiah State's, it's just an assisted living community. They don't offer maybe independent living. So we have it all under one umbrella. Oh, so it's a you. very fortunate thing to be able to have that. Um, although we are licensed by the Department of Health and Hospitals for every one of our rooms, you can be independent and, and when you need those services. They can still drive. So, um, But assisted living, when you, when you think about that, um, you've got your independent, I don't need the services, like help taking a, a shower, uh, get in and out safely into the shower, helping maybe putting on your shirt or tying a shoe. I mean, that that's that can be hard sometimes, tying your own shoe. Um, but those services are the assisted living services and offered in assisted living communities. Um, we have some wonderful places here in Shreveport. I think, you know, they all have a great reputation. Um, but, you know, you're... you're the difference is, is really about the assisted living care. So independent, if you will, are not supposed to provide those uh, care, if you will, care services. Uh, if they do, they're, they're out of their, their realm of what they're supposed to do. Um, the um, other thing is 24-hour staffing. Well, you know, we have 24-hour staffing. Everybody's, you know, 
covered in case there is an emergency. Some of the independent places might have just a security guard at the door at night. Um, you know, we have a beauty shop. You know, that's another thing. They don't have to go out for that beauty shop. Uh, we do we take them to the grocery store. We take them out to eat at different restaurants and, of course, provide a number of activities for them and outings. So uh, well, That's important. They got to get their socialization within the, within the complex, but also and leaving within. The, within right. the, but emphasize to our listeners out there, I don't think they caught that is they are licensed. You are licensed. We're licensed by the Department of Health unlike, and Hospitals. Unlike other uh, senior apartments or or the independent living, they're not licensed and they're not surveyed. Right, you, that's correct. You are surveyed, correct. correct? That's right. And, and tell them what the benefit of that is. What is the benefit of that? Um, it's a check and balance to me. As the director of Isaiah States for 18 years, I mean, it is a check and balance that I'm doing the right thing at the right time for everybody that lives under the, my, my roof uh, there at Isaiah. Um, it, it also is a, a, a learning curve as well. So regulations change. So we get notification. Um, we want to do what's right for our, our seniors out there, no matter if it's home health, hospice, assisted living, nursing home. We... It, that is why we have the Department of Health and Hospitals overseeing our care that we provide. Uh, the the other question I have, I think our listeners would want to, want to ask you this. Uh, what, Where do most residents live prior to moving into assistive facility like Azalea? The majority are coming from their homes, Gary, and that's the oh. biggest challenge that, that we have. It's And it's a challenge for families because mom our dad, our both, do not want to leave their, their home. Um, it's my biggest obstacle, um, but, you know, it, 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 sometimes it has to happen. Sometimes they're in the hospital and they can't go back home. It's, it's more received <laughs> at that point because they, they know, you know, they can't. Um, but just living alone and aging, things can happen, crime Sometimes, you know, they've owned that house for 40 years and it's, you know, might not might be in a bad area of town now. Um, you just, there's there's lots of little things that, that make that up. So, um, but it is a big challenge, you know, trying to, to pull them from their home. And, Laurie, would you think that if somebody, let's say, is needing those type of services and I can just hear them, I want to stay at home, but, Mom, we're going to have to hire 24-hour sitters, we're going to have to... We're going to have to it's expense. It gets expensive, mm-hmm. plus reliability. I mean, we can talk about it. I don't think I've got that in the program today. I, ha- I have more individuals that tell me they're hiring people privately to take care of mom, but they didn't show up one day, so what do we do? Yeah, you become an employment agency is what happens <laughs> if you're trying to um, do, do your and own sitter do- services. If you're doing long-distance so, caregiving yeah. responsibility, it can yeah. be stressful to the to the family member you know, in Ohio taking care of mother in Shreveport, mm-hmm. Louisiana, right? Correct, correct. So that, you know, if, she, if she's needing that type of care and that kind of watch it's it's going to be a, uh, a difficult situation to do it at home. And it may a, be possible. There's a huge advantage about using agency private centers. But definitely, we have that, some great companies out there too. Well, you know that that's what I did back in the '90s. Yes, so I, uh, I remember. <laughs> uh, I mean, I hate to say this, there are probably a lot of great 
private caregivers out there, and we did hire some of them, but you know, having that backup and having that That's agency correct. is is important. And and you mentioned, and I want to mention again, independent living facilities supposedly can, or like private apartments, can have home health agencies oh, yes, they come can. and do. Yes, they can. But it's that. intermittent, and most of the time, it's not. 24 hours. I don't know if anybody is letting them do it 24 hours or private sitting within an independent. It may be allowable. Back many years ago, it was not allowable. You couldn't. You could not have them reside in the same person's apartment there, right? I don't know if it's now the the agency law changed, but that that was back many years ago. So the other thing, um, uh, who normally makes the decision to move a senior into independent assisted living? A lot of time it's made by the family, but personally, I love it when the resident makes that decision. I've had numerous people that have come on their own and been happy about the change. Um, you know, I've got some great stories, but we won't go into all those. But, um, you know, I think that, that it's more received by themselves, and it, it helps, you know, not have the depression of being yanked out of my, you know, home and, um they call it put in a place. <laughs> you know, you're not being put here. You're here to live. And we try to have that concept there at Isaiah Estates, providing entertainment, just just trying to keep them happy, you know, and, and not bored because <laughs> they're bored at home. And, they're just sitting there watching and TV. And, can't you tell the listeners out there, they have a loved one that can, needs these particular services. We, we need to talk about the criteria. Uh, they can try it for a month or so, right? Oh, yes. We do a, a trial run, and we have a model home. And they can come and stay there for 30 days and try it out for a fee, of course. Um, And then we can transfer them right into an apartment when it's available. And that's a great experience because we can find out if if the the mom or dad or uncle or aunt likes it. And they're going to be – and you have a wonderful residence there. They interact with every other residence, right? Right. Oh, yes. It's – it's all about the interaction between. Yeah, from Valentine's to Mardi Gras. Oh. I know that y'all did so many activities. It's yes. a, a, a remarkable. So you've got a very active clientele and, and a lot, active lot of staff that help the. And they look the, after each other too, Gary. I mean, some of them are, you know, they're. Oh well, you know, have you looked at her today? Or oh, I noticed this, you know, the, and it's that, it is sweet. It's it's. I've got a good group. So uh, I'm sure my listeners out there are pondering this. What are some of the objections that family members have to overcome when they want their mother or father to move in assisted well, living? it's mom and dad. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not wanting to move. That's the biggest obstacle. And sometimes it can be, um, you know, the health because we're seeing more and more, oh, they've gotten so um, – I don't want to say that the word's not bad, but this unhealthy or um, memory, you know, issues that they bypassed assisted living. You know, they may be more memory care um, or nursing home. You know, they need more medical attention than than can be given at assisted living. So bring that up about memory care. If the if the the loved one has early stages of Alzheimer's dementia, are they a candidate for? Any assisted living, or should they go to a specialized one? If, if, if it's, you know, a newer diagnosis of, of dementia and Alzheimer's, up to, to moderate. Um, the biggest thing is, you know, will they leave the community? And that's anywhere. You know, in the nursing homes, they could leave mm-hmm. the nursing home. Um, but um, that is something we have to be very careful of, you know, when we are 
um, doing our assessments uh, to make sure they're they're not going to you know get out <laughs> the building and and not be in their right state of mind. And you know, in the healthcare field, when I was there's a aggre- there's aggressiveness in Alzheimer and oh, non-aggressive. Yes. You got to yes. be careful when you do the evaluation. I mean, absolutely. I'm I'm just going to caution people out there. That you just don't get admitted to these facilities without having a a, a, a check done, a, a screen cognitive evaluation. Because you don't want somebody in there to, to the individual hurt somebody right. or somebody else can hurt them because of their abruptness, et cetera, et cetera, right? Right, that's correct. And in, in ages, ages, we're seeing more and more younger people, you know, with the, the dementia and Alzheimer's. That's true. And it's, it's sad, but it's true. So one other question or a few other questions about assisted living. Uh, coverage by Medicare, Medicaid, whom, who covers What's, what's the coverage? For assisted living, we um, there is no coverage for Medicare or Medicaid. Uh, but there are some long-term care, you know, plans that maybe mom or dad purchased. Um, back, it's insurance that will pay per day. Um, sometimes the families aren't even aware that they've had these policies. So I always tell my 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 visitors that come in for tours, go back, talk to mom about their insurance, see if they've been paying a premium for long-term care. I give them a list of names of the different providers. Um, Also, the veteran. Let's don't forget about the veteran. I mean, there is no reason why a veteran that is served time at war should not be in assisted living if they need it. It's a huge benefit for them. For them or their spouse, if I recall. Right, for both, too. Um, So the surviving widow, it's up to $1,400 a month now. Uh, And, of course, they have to get approved. It takes about four months to come along, but it does. You have to, you know, get into assisted living, make the application. It's about four four months turnaround. Um, The same thing for the veteran, but... It's around 2300 a month now. So that's a, that's a really nice yes. payment. Um, and it can be because they need care. The two cares would be dressing, maybe um, bathing. Then you have now it's separated. So maybe it's just their cognitive ability that they can't live alone. Maybe they don't remember to shower. Maybe they can't remember to take their medications those are things that the veterans benefit will now pay. It's called aid in attendance. Um, I have flyers it's, about it. Oh, it's a great um, program, and it, but it's yes. being underutilized according to my it is underutilized. my my context of the VA. It's being very underutilized in our area. Hopefully, educational programs like here on the best of times and others. We we continue to promote it, and hopefully, you can ask. Uh, no harm in asking again if you had a loved one that served in the military. It doesn't have to be World War II. It can be. It can be a Vietnam. Uh, we can, had the list. So one day at yeah, wartime. That's right. So this could be quite. And if you need some guidance, we do have. There's three people that you can go to, and they can help you get it. That, okay. Hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now we're our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by AARP Louisiana and Ebers Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. The Best of Times Radio Hour will be right back on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. now. 
Now back to the Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM at 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and A-Bears Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a special guest, is Miss Lori Nunley, the administrator of Azalea Estates, assisted living facility here in the Shreveport area, and she's helping me discuss the many senior living options that are that are available in the Shreveport and Bossier area. So thank you, Lori, for joining us today. Thank you, Karen. So we talked a little bit about aging in place, making accommodation for Ed in your home, for your loved one to continue or you to continue living there for years and years, then going into possible independent living center. Uh, These are variable size apartments, uh, giving you an opportunity to experience as much freedom as you want, uh, but having three meals and all maintenance, everything taken care of. They're, they're not senior apartments. They're more than senior apartments. And then we talked about those facilities where you might need a little extra care, assisted living facilities, and we talked about that. And you, you added that now even those facilities allow physicians to make visits, correct? Right, right. There's a service out there called Corona. Um, there are a group of physicians and nurse practitioners that can come into the assisted living communities and provide the care right there in their own privacy of their own apartment. Wow, that is great. Yes, we have on board Dr. Hernandez and Dr. Ricky Bass at our community, and uh, nurse practitioner Emily Neal is um, currently, and Laura, Dr. Hernandez is um, nurse practitioner from his practice. And then recently, um, we we had our first visit from um, Terry Duncan. Duggan is how you say her last name, but she is the only urologist specialist nurse practitioner in the state of Louisiana. Oh, so those and, and and urologists, you know, we we keep that bus running oh, well, to I the bet, clinics. I bet you. So I we're excited you. to have that. But yeah, um, great yeah, it's a revolution from COVID because we had to make some changes. Um, how we how we took care of our residents in the medical well in tele- and telemedicine I remember in yes, COVID time yes. having to, to talk to my doctors via the via the Zoom and via right. the uh, yeah, right. activity there. So we have doctors making house calls now, and that's that's we're that's, going right back. It's I'm been gl- a turn I'm of glad. revolution. I've always me. promoted that yes. back in the nineties, yeah. but it wasn't allowed. Yes, I'm glad to have it coming back. So the the other aspect of senior living is retirement communities. These are generally seniors-only apartments, and there are many of them in the Shreveport and Bossier City area. Some are age-restricted. Some have 55-plus or 62-plus, and they follow uh, health and human uh, uh, developmental regulations, federal regulations. And uh, so these are available. They offer amenities. Um, Some of them... Uh, of course, housekeeping, transportation, storage. Some offer meals, limited meals, and activities. But most of the most of these apartments are subsidized apartments, right, Lori? Most yes, of them. Yes. And so what that means is it's generally for low-income seniors, uh, and right. and uh, you're able to live there on your own. Generally, they don't offer any extra services, no. any extra health care services, or other. You have to get those Do elsewhere. Home health and. And elsewhere, but they are available. I hate to say this, there are a lot of waiting lists. There's a even, huge waiting list uh, on on these senior apartments throughout our area and throughout the country. So, if you have a consideration for your loved one to to be one of these apartments, you need to go by and visit them. 
and get on the waiting list, right? That is correct. Or visit the Cattle Council on Aging, and they have a list, and they can also help you navigate that as well to get on there. And likewise, in Silver Pages, it lists all of these retirement communities, these senior-only apartments throughout throughout our area, (laughs) all their phone numbers and all their addresses. If you want to go by and visit them, I would highly recommend you go by and visit uh, several of them. Uh, to to look at the facility, look at the area, meet with the people there before you even put somebody on a waiting list. That's important that you make that. Uh, And then whenever when you need a little bit more care and and there is a situation where you need skilled nursing or skilled rehab care uh, due to physical impairment, medical needs, et cetera, that that you might have to be moved or, or be transferred temporarily from that independent facility, from home, or from that assisted to a skilled nursing facility. So right. we have several of them in the area. And they are not really nursing homes. Would you classify them not as nursing the homes? Skilled is, care is not, but it is usually in a nursing home. Right. So um, how our people transition these days to, to the nursing home side um, is, is through skilled care. So... Let's say they have a uh, something that happens. Maybe they fall and break their hip, and they have to go to skilled care to try to um, you know, learn to walk again, uh, get their strength back. What happens? They have that that open window of time in skilled care, but if they can't meet those goals to come back to their home, whether it be assisted living or their private home, then they're transitioned into the nursing home. And that that's the scenario. Uh, again, Medicare does cover limited amount of skilled nursing care, right? Right, 100 days and, uh, by remember, calendar year. So be very careful. Some people think that once the, the mother or father is in that skilled facility, they're going to be there forevermore. Right. That's not necessarily right. the case. Right. Uh, Medicaid does cover. Medicaid, uh, you have to file for Medicaid Become pending. Medicaid eligible. Uh, private insurance does pay in some scenarios if you have private insurance. The long-term care. And, insurance. Uh, and and likewise, if you need a, a skilled nursing services and you're still employed and you're, you're, you may have private insurance as well that would right, cover that. Right. And the it, veterans benefit. We can't vet, forget about our veterans. veterans. So, again, it's, it's, it's limited. It's not, it, not, you're not going to be able to have their loved ones stay in that skilled nursing and rehab for, for extensive long-term period. I mean, a lot of people think once they're in there, they're gonna, they don't have to worry about leaving even though they progress. That's right. Uh, but once you progress, the other thing is uh, the, the the facility will evaluate you. If you progress Correct. to a certain point, you're ambulatory, et cetera, et cetera, they're going to say you need to be returned back to home, independent living, assisted living, wherever. But you can't That's stay right. here even though you might like the right. facility and like all the Perkins services. So well, when they get the skill, that's the one thing they do is they try to figure out where they were, whether it be with their body, you know, where they lived, uh, to try to get that. That's their goal is to get them back to where they were uh, before with the incident. So and so then, Lori mentioned, you could be in a skilled nursing facility but, but also – has attached or part of it a long-term care facility right. within that. And that's what we describe the term as nursing home, where no skilled nursing is needed or required, but the resident still requires constant care. Might have significant deficiencies in uh, activities of daily living, correct? That's correct? But they're not skilled. They're not right. skilled needs, right? 
Right. So, and as as I mentioned, it could be located in the same uh, skilled nursing facility. I noticed in other states, though, most of the time they're separated. But in our state, mainly well, they're, and they're I together. Think that that is, they've kind of changed things. I do know when I go into some of the nursing, I will call them nursing homes, but they're really healthcare si- systems now. But um, they they are kind of separating them. It it does um, feel a little different. Like they'll have them all in one one wing for skilled, and because they have the rehab right there, um, and then the the nursing home residents are you know maybe on another hall. So the other question that I think listeners don't understand is yes, these are the nursing homes, and yes, even though there may be long term care facility, they do have. 24-hour care, right? That's correct. They have monitoring. They have CNAs and LPNs and RNs, even though they're they're part of the system. But it's not as intense as a skilled nursing That's correct. and rehab facility. But they do provide those types. The, the other thing is coverage. Uh, yes, you might have long-term care insurance that could cover some or all of that particular expense. Yes. Uh, but Medicare does not cover uh, nursing home care. No, no. And uh, though Medicaid does to some limitation, correct? Right, you have to apply. So you do, again, have to apply for be- becoming Medicaid eligible, then apply to determine whether or not uh, you become eligible for your loved one to for Medicaid to pay for that for those services in that particular nursing home facility, right? Right, right. So anything else you might want to help... Uh, my listeners out there, up there, Jorgen, uh, one last item. We don't have a lot of them in the area. I go to other cities. They must have 50 adult daycare facilities. I we have one. We only have one in our whole oh, city, no. which it's is needed. so sad. It is needed. And uh, I know in, in, in the days many years ago, I, uh, I utilized it for another loved one of mine, and person loved it. But it's now very difficult. I don't know if people now are not worrying about this. They're just hiring people to stay at home with the loved one to do that. But this way they can interact with other seniors and people in that adult day. But that's another type of of senior living option. It's not permanent. It's only uh, on a daily basis. You drop the family member off and you pick them up up in the the later afternoon or Mm -hmm. later evening, right? That's correct. And and remember, the Council of Aging has programs. They have day programs. That's true. Um, it, and some of them are at no cost, I believe. Um, that is true. We had, a, we had our on our show. Monica was on the show explaining all those yes. particular yes. Uh, services they can provide. Do contact the Cattle Council, the Bossier Council That's on right. Aging, if you're in our area, or your Council of Aging, if you're in Texas or in Arkansas area. So thank you, Lori, for taking thank time to Gary. join our show today. You educated me as well as all of my many thousands and thousands of radio listeners. If you want to go by and visit Azalea Estates. They're located at 516 East Florida Lucas Road in Shreveport. Fabulous facility. You can call her at 318-797-2409. Again, that's 797-2409. Oh, eight. Oh, eight? <laughs> what a typo. Sorry about that. That's okay. So again, thank you for joining us today. Hope you uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate it. Let thank me be you. Here. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our show. Join us next Saturday for another show that could benefit you or your loved ones. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of The Best of Times in one of our 227 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Caligas, wishing you and yours the best of times, both today and every day. Have a great day.